Um, good morning. Welcome to episode 98 of All Details. All. Welcome back, Joe. Talk about some Seahawks football today. Yep. Sounds good. All right. So, start off by saying um, Seahawks um, fire Tom Cable, Daryl Bevel, and Chris Rashard. Your thoughts on those moves um, going into the, to the offseason here for the Seahawks? Uh, I personally loved it when Daryl Bevel was hired. I definitely love that. And but I'm kind of having second thoughts after they hired Brian Schottenheimer, but mm-hmm. time will tell like if that was the right move or not. But overall, I would say probably for years I've wanted Bevel gone, and if finally <laughs> happened, I was totally happy. But Brian Schottenheimer hasn't really done anything in the NFL, so that's where I'm strongly concerned. But I like his mentality run first. I like yeah. Tom Cable. I personally – Liked him a lot. He was a hard-nosed coach, but then if you look behind, he didn't really improve the offensive line the last couple of years, and he tried to make defensive linemen offensive linemen, and it didn't really work out. So it was probably best to have him go, and I think Solari will probably be a good coach with that. Oh, yeah, and also, um, as you hit on, hit on just a minute ago, um, thoughts on the hirings of Mike Solari, Brian Schottenheimer, and Ken Orton Jr.? Yeah, exactly. I don't know much about that other coach at all, but Slar, I think he'll be a good coach. Ken Orton Jr. is the he, Ken Orton Jr. used to. Oh, Ken Orton um, Jr. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, still kind of tired, I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seven. Yeah, Ken Orton Jr. He's a. I think it was actually good that we drafted some linebackers. I think he'll make it more linebacker, but then at the same, he'll make it as more. More blitzing and everything. Yeah. Then Chris Richard, yeah. like he didn't really blitz. He just kept to yeah. defense and that was it. Right. I think he'll be more aggressive, aggressive I think, this year. Yeah, with, I think uh, so. Jr. Yeah, Ken Norton Jr. was it. I'm glad they brought him back. Oh, yeah. It was a great. Good hire, actually. I thought it was yeah. a good hire from Oakland. Now, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Now, I'll run, I'll run down the. Um, the Seahawks moves um, for the draft. So thoughts on these moves overall. So they signed Ed Dixon, tight end, um, offensive lineman, DJ Fluker, safety Maurice Alexander, uh-huh. a receiver, uh, Jerron Brown, kickers, Jason Myers, and Sebastian Janikowski, cornerback, Meyer, Meyer Maxwell, linebacker, Archivius Bingo, defensive tackles, Tom Johnson and Shamar Steven, and cornerback, Dante Johnson. Your thoughts on those moves overall? I like a lot of them. Uh, Tyshe Williams could be a top-rated receiver. You know, he really – you didn't see much about him, but he has good size, length, speed. Skyler Phillips, mm-hmm. I, I was pretty happy about that for my own state. He mm-hmm. plays special teams probably, and he's a decent blocker. He has good, you know, instincts and everything. And, you know, and I think it's pronounced Puna Ford, you said. What's that? Puna Ford, the defensive lineman oh, for no. Texas. No, these are just the guys we got before the draft. Um, oh, okay. Like we got we got Mingo, Tom Johnson, Samar Steven, you know Dante Johnson, Jason Myers, Janikowski, Rich Alexander, um, Ed Dixon, DJ Fluker. You know. Those oh, guys. okay. Those signings, yeah, the veterans and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh they're nothing too special, but I really. DJ Fluker, I think, can make a move. He can be mm-hmm. pretty good at times. 
Um, I really like him because he's a big lineman and whatnot. Yeah. And I like some of the linebackers they brought in too, you know, as well Mm -hmm. with Alexander and everything as well. I don't much know about that. What's his name? That move. That guy from the Colts, I know. Oh, Obingo? Yeah. I think he could come in and play even though he was a backup. Yeah. I think. So I think. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. I think the best move of the year so far is Ed Dixon. I think he's going to be a real a real threat um, on the blocking side, and also he can catch the ball too. So he, I think that's a good 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 uh, addition for the Seahawks as well, Ed Dixon. Oh yeah, Ed Dixon. But like, and I'm glad they picked you know Will Disley in the draft. You know, oh, just yeah. for that fact, you know Dixon's going to help him with that for sure. And. Um, and then we wanted the draft. It happened over the weekend. So your thoughts overall on the draft, and then we'll go on the one after that. So your thoughts on the draft overall for the Seahawks? Uh, a lot of surprises, but at the same time, I think they can work out. Mm-hmm. Now, yes. in my opinion, do you agree that Seahawks came into the draft wanting to establish the run game, and this draft definitely uh, – said yes we want to run the ball and this is definitely a great job oh yeah on their part especially with shod penny definitely you know mm-hmm. quite the critics and everything i hope he shows them hey he's gonna run hard and every snap and change their perspective he should have been a first round like he was he's with the seal yeah he, he's fun to watch yeah um, people that said that they can get him in the third round second round um it's kind of kind of uh, ridiculous because after after they took Penny, um, they got a call from a team saying I want a Penny, and then 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 Michelle goes, and then other guys go second round. They all go big running backs go off the board second round. So he he, he wouldn't be, be be available the next round after that. So had to get get, get their guy when, when they had to, you know. Exactly, exactly, and then. Like a lot of people, like I read an article right before the draft. They said if any smart team, they wouldn't pick any running backs in the first round. They should just start picking running backs after the second round. And so I think uh-huh. that's where some of the so-called called draft experts thought, oh, no running back should be taken, blah, 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 you know, with that mentality. But look at last right. year, how many running backs were taken, you know, how well they did and everything all yeah. through, like, Fifth round, you know, a lot of those running backs looked good last year. Yep. Now they went early rounds this time. Early rounds this time. Exactly. They don't, they don't, they don't you know, they don't miss a guy, you know? Especially with his 4 4 7 4, 40 yard time, you know, and then in the senior yeah. bowl, he had that 64 yards rushing with a with the mm-hmm. 23 yard touchdown reception. That yeah, he's, he's, he's awesome, but. I know he had some issues that they were probably worried about fumbles and he wasn't really catching the ball in practice. It sounded a lot of people said he seemed nervous in practice and everything, but when the game came around, he just was awesome. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so the first round, Seahawks trade down um, down to nine spots. The Packers get a third round, third and sixth round, and then they end up drafting. Um, by your standards, stats-wise, probably the best running back on the in the draft, San Diego State's 
Shad Penny thoughts on the on the selection there at uh, number twenty-seven. You know, I, you know, you could say, oh, he wasn't the best running back or whatever. But I, looking into him, looking at behind him and everything, I think mm-hmm. he could be the real deal. You know, I just looking at some of the highlights, he just looks like he can make guys miss. Mm-hmm. I'll never. I don't think he'll try to surprise anybody or try to make extra moves. He'll run hard every time. But mm-hmm. so, and that's what Pete likes a uh, running back that keeps running, run, run. You know, and Chris Carson's the same way. You know? Yeah. He's a blend of power and, and uh, speed. That's a lethal combination. Exactly. And I like his, uh, like how he kind of upright runs, you know, yeah, yeah. Get cut, you know, I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Carson and him will be a nice one-two punch for the Hawks next year. Exactly. I can't wait. Very so one-two punch. first mentality, you know. And I know Pete's always wanted a one-two punch, you know. Yeah. For the first draft when they drafted Lindell White, I'm sure they wanted <laughs> Lindell White to be the bruiser and then uh, yeah. <laughs> happen, you know. Right. Exactly. Now, the Hawks didn't have a second-round pick because they uh, – had a issue. They had tr- tr- trades with the Houston Texans and the Jets, and that didn't work out. But now, so we go the third the third round. Um, Seattle selects defensive end out of USC, Shareem Green, who Pete Carroll said will fill the Michael Bennett role. Your thoughts on that on that pick there? I think it's a little bit too early. I think he's kind of hoping that happens. You know, I I think if he came out next year, he would be a top ten pick for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think he's a good defensive lineman. Don't hold me back on that. I think he has yeah. good technique. He has good r- toughness about him. Mm-hmm. I think he can come in and play well. But I don't think he's right off the bat be Michael Bennett's status. You know, I, I yeah, think it's going to take a while for them to get. It's not strong enough yet. You know, right. people probably thought he would probably not play this year because of his size. But mm-hmm. but I like his never give up mentality. He has a lot of juice. Oh yeah. Once he comes around, he's going to show why he should have been really a first rapper. But at oh, yeah. the same time, he's not the size either. So, Oh, yeah. Now, in the fourth round, this might, might be, be my favorite pick of the, of the draft for, for me. Um, Seattle selects the best blocking tight end in the draft out of UW. Will Disley, your thoughts on his, his draft stock there? At first, I was like, what? They picked a Husky, you know, but then at the same time, I, he was, he's a decent athlete. He's really good, you know. It is like he can block, you know, and they're looking at that run mentality, you know. I just think, you know, he probably needs more work. He doesn't really have experience yet, <laughs> yet, but, but I know the Seahawks saw a lot of with him because I know the Huskies practiced with the Seahawks at times, so they saw him at, yeah. at work. So I'm sure they saw some t- saw his talent, and I know he's very athletic, So and he does his job, I know that, from what I've seen and everything. He he, he can catch the ball really well, too, so it's a good, good thing to have him do that. And that's what a lot of people well, are saying they're knocking on that, but I know a couple games really? he caught, you know, five catches, so it's like it shows that yeah. he can still do it. Yeah, you know? he is no slouch. He can catch the ball with, with the best of them out there, so Fun to watch him play in Seattle. Now, Especially Dixon there to help him out, too. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Now, Nick Vanette has to step up the shirts. He, or he's gone, I think. You think he'll be 
this is, this is your to shine, you think, uh, Nick Vanette, or, or else he'll be gone soon. I think they'll still keep him around. They always love keeping like three tight ends. So, I mean, after this year, though, I mean, after this year, if he doesn't pr- produce, then I think he might might be gone after this year. Yeah, that could very well be. But I think yeah. they could keep him around. You know, yeah. Yeah. but they don't keep guys around sometimes too long. That's true. That's true. Now the Hawks had four fifth round picks. So the first one they had um, this fifth round was um, they selected um, national treasure. Out of US UCF, one hand one handed linebacker Shaquem Griffin, uh, twin brother of Shaq Griffin. Your thoughts on him landing in Seattle? Oh, I loved it. It actually made me tear up. I'm like, yeah, it was such a great thing. You know, it's like it, he doesn't have his left hand. You know, like seeing more news about him every day. Right. It's making the kids, you know, come out of the and thinking that thing gives him that added thought okay i can do this you know and yeah and it, i think it's a great story you know mm-hmm. it's like especially his coach his coaching staff wouldn't plug him in and everything for all you know his previous coaching staff wouldn't even play him and then the new coaching staff puts him in and then he becomes like the defensive player of the year in his conference you know? pretty that's awesome yeah. it is awesome you know it's just yeah. amazing and then of course he has a brother with the seahawks on top of that his twin brother yeah I just love the success. You know, I think that a lot of people overthink it a little bit, but then I also found out his 40 times. Some people said said he probably didn't have that 4-3-40. Some people are saying that it was probably more like a 4-7-40. You know, so that's why he probably dropped Yeah, That's hard to believe. He he, he looked pretty fast, you know. He looked pretty fast. Oh, exactly, yeah. You just have to admire his tenacity. It's like, especially yeah. when he was on repping the 225, you know, yep. 20 times, you know, it's like, think about that. It's like, with one hand. With one hand. Exactly. You know, with his restrictions yeah. and everything. And I think the Seahawks were the right team to pick him, you know. Yep. And because they look at lots of different ways on working with players and how they can work with their system and everything. Oh, yeah. Now, this pick I thought was pretty awesome, too. In the fifth round, Seattle Seahawks select safety, Trey Flowers. The Hawks are going at Oklahoma State. They're going to list him as a cornerback. And Pete Carroll says, he reminds me of a lot of Richard Sherman, your thoughts on uh, that, that pick there at, uh, in the fifth round. Yeah, I personally like it as well. And it sounded like the Cardinals liked him, too. They wanted to select him in the sixth round. I think he saw that. Uh, oh, I did not. Yeah, they called him right after they selected him. They, they said that they were going to draft him in the sixth round. But a lot uh, of people thought he wasn't probably going to be drafted. But at the same time, yeah, he, he's good. He's had a lot of tackles. Mm-hmm. He, he's always been in every game. He's had at least three tackles, I think, in every game. So yeah. there's someone with this, like if they can work with his hips a little bit because how he kind of tackles sometimes, you know, in the NFL, I can see that that could be a problem. Yeah. But I think they, the Seahawks, you know, they made Richard Sherman start tackling. So I think they can yeah. powers. Oh, yeah. Well and everything. Oh, yeah. With their third pick in the fifth round, this might be one of my favorite picks um, yet. Uh, the Seahawks traded up traded up to get a punter. My, my, Michael, Michael Dixon out of, uh, out of Texas, the best punter to come out in more than a decade. Your thoughts on him coming and also the thought, thoughts on him and John Ryan going at it. In camp, 
I don't typically get excited about punters, but I do love Michael Dixon a lot. It's not a stretch to select him at this time and everything. But when you yep. stop and look at it, Justin Tucker was from Texas, and now we, we could have the best punter in the game, both from right. Texas. It, it just shows you Texas is making the special teams good and everything. It's kind right. of cool. he, he played rugby. I get, Somebody was telling me that they saw a highlight that he ran the ball and he stiff-armed a guy. I've been trying to find that highlight. Somebody said they saw it. I, I haven't seen oh, it. Wow. Okay. But And one of his highlights, I guess, was pretty awesome. We talked about it during my dad's 70th birthday party. I'm like, well, I haven't seen that highlight. It would be pretty cool to see. But yeah. But, but looking at his punting and everything, he's punted more than 50 yards, more than like half the time. Is like he's always put it inside the 20, really no touchbacks. Yeah. And then with the with NFL coaches, he'll just, just I think, just keep getting better and better, you know. And with John Ryan, I always work yeah. with. He's the must and everything. You know, I'll miss right. for sure. You know, yeah. Yeah. the seasons when we didn't have winning records, I would always say he was our MVP because he would pin t- teams down deep and everything with his punting. You know, we mm-hmm. always call him the MVP of the team. So, right. after you, but when you look at his net average and everything with that, it, mm-hmm. it's been a couple seasons. That I thought John Ryan could probably go, and I thought. He should have had competition last year to get him going a little bit, but then I think he, you know, missing Hauska there too kind of hurts him, you know. A little bit. Right, and now he has legitimate competition. competition exactly. now. Michael Dixon's the beast, and it's not going to be a good sign for John Ryan, at, you know, soon. So the more I read about him, the more I like Michael Dixon. Yeah, he he has a lot of swag too. He has a lot of swag. Exactly, and he it's awesome. And I think he, he could – I don't know if he could throw the ball as well as John Ryan. <laughs> yeah. He'll be more serious. You know, I love John Ryan, the history yeah. the things yeah. that he's done and everything. Yeah, Miss his wife, too, because they're both funny together and everything oh. as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sir Colonna, yeah. Some of the great moments of Seahawks history with John Ryan. So, would for sure. definitely miss that guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, the last pick of the fifth round – for Seattle, uh, they select a tack- offensive tackle out of Ohio State. Um, Jamarco, Brand, your thoughts on his selection there in the fifth round? I think he can have a good mentality. A lot of people dog him and everything, but because he seems kind of lazy at times, mm-hmm. I think the Seahawks can make him work. As I know at the draft, you're like, who is this guy? It's like, yeah, you know, but he doesn't seem totally impressive at times, but it's like, he doesn't have things to wow you or anything, but a lot of people wanted the Seahawks from what I've read and everything. They wanted the lineman from Oregon, uh, whatever that guy's name was, but because he mm. didn't allow a sack the whole time. And, mm. no, and then a lot of people talk about that, but the th- at the same time, Oregon didn't play anybody, you know, other True. people in the pac 12. So, right. But Jamarco Jones, I think he – a lot of people dogged him because they thought he was average. He didn't look mm-hmm. in the combine, you know. You know, a lot of people thought he was a reject. You know, a lot of people lost faith in him because a lot of people thought he could have been first round originally and then mm. track, you know, kept dropping and dropping. And a lot of people lost trust in him because a lot of people mm. thought he was a reject, you know. And, the, yeah. you know, after the fact, looking at him, he kept – Going down, you know, but I think the Seahawks can work with him. 
kind of wish Cable could teach him, but Slurry, I think, can teach him as well. So, mm-hmm. it's just totally different offensive lines. And I think it will turn out to be a success, I think. I think oh, yeah. Jones can be – he can work on his body control and that needs to mm-hmm. be, but, but I think yes. he could be one of the best linemen in the game. And he has a chance to start in the NFL. There's going to be awesome. With be awesome to see that. We might see Feedy gone, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> you know, finally. I hope so. Or we would see Font gone, either or. But I think Pete loves Font a lot more, and he'll be looking, oh, he's coming from an injury and everything, so we're going to yeah. keep him around. So. Fetty infuriates me with, with a passion. He's always getting penalties all the time, and he, he just – he he's he's strong, but he he always has a lot of issues during games. Exactly, exactly. It's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. But uh, moving on to the sixth round, um, Seahawks select defensive end Jacob Martin out of Temple. Your thoughts on that pick? Uh, I think he's a little small, but mm-hmm. I think he would come in and play well. He's a good rotational player. I think he'll be good on special teams, and I think that's mm-hmm. what they're mostly looking at. Looking Okay. I, what was that? I said, I, said, I said, okay, yeah. Yeah, and I think he has a chance to be a rusher and everything. And he just needs to add more moves in his mentality and everything. Okay. A little bit, you know, and then I think the Seahawks can teach him how, you know. So sure. Getting Orton there, he knows how to make moves and everything. Oh, yeah. Plus, he's second team all ACC, so that's telling you something, oh. too, about him. So he, he has talent in there. Yeah, definitely. He's- and then finally, the last pick of the draft for the Seahawks, seventh-round pick, the quarterback, since 2012 with Russell Wilson. Um, they take Alex Magoo out of Florida International University. Your thoughts on his pick at number seven there? I'm kind of surprised. I really wanted JT Barrett, you know, if they did select yeah. the quarterback. But it seems like a lot of people are not given a chance with JT Barrett. He went to the Colts. They're like, yeah, we'll give you a tryout. And then he went to the Saints. They're like, okay, we'll offer you a tryout too. I think he'll earn yeah. his ways, but but yeah. with this guy, he's he has every career, you know, all the records at that school. So that tells you something. He does come to compete. Uh, he has good passer efficiency, has mm-hmm. good passing yards per game, and he does find the end zone through there, or he can run the ball as well, <laughs> either or. But yeah, I was kind of. I thought it's like they could have probably picked him up as a free agent, but at the same time, it's seventh round. So they were like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, we get this guy. Right. So either or, but I don't really know. I haven't really seen highlights of him really. I have. At the same time, it's like at that level of play, it's like, does it look good? I don't know. Conference is kind of weak. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's true. Now, in my opinion, this is the best draft since 012. Your thoughts on paper since since 012. Your thoughts on that uh, thought there? Oh, I like the draft as well. It's just funny how Mill Kuyper gave it a C. You know, US, USA Today, I think, gave an F. You know, a lot of people yeah. are gone in the draft and everything, which is kind of surprising. But at the same time, yeah. I kind of hope it's like the 2012 draft, you know, that they show them, hey, we know what to do. We know what we want. Yeah. And, you know, and there's a lot of players that were picked later that could have been projected later and everything. So I'm actually surprised that they, they dog. I think it was mostly because of 
Penny in the first round. But, yeah. But at the same time, Penny was fifth in the Heisman. I, it's like, I just can't wait to see that guy. I think yeah. he could be Marshall Falk, you know, too. Yep. I Absolutely. Absolutely. I love for him to have a touchdown, 50-yard reception touchdown, you know, 30-yard mm-hmm. touchdown, you know. Yep. You know, you know, running the ball, you know, I, I think Penny's going to shut his doubters up right away, and I really hope he does. Oh, yeah. Now, um, with the moves we made in fantasy and also in the draft, thoughts on what what, what kind of year, year it'll be over in uh, the 206 over in Seattle this year? I really hope it's a good year. I hope injuries kind of hurt us last year. And then some of the coaching calls and everything. We were in the red zone a lot last year. Mm-hmm. But, and then Daryl Belleville as the coach, you know, and that was probably <laughs> telling a lot. Yeah. But yeah. It's like there's at times, you know, we could have ran the ball, got first down, still kept the drive going. But mm-hmm. I think Schottenheimer will look at running, you know, look at passes. And then you have Russell Wilson. He always makes plays happen and everything. Yeah. And I believe that there's the offensive line is pretty tough. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. are talking it still. I right. hope it's better than I think it is, you know, because I still think it needs work. Mm-hmm. And I like the free agent pickups like after the draft, too. So if you want to talk about that. We'll get there in a few moments here. Um, but what I have next here is. Thoughts on the schedule? They start three, three out of four on the road, and then they finish four to five at home. Thoughts on the schedule overall? Like your thoughts on the schedule there? Uh, like you said, it was the fifth hardest schedule. Yeah. But at the same time, I think the Seahawks, you know, I think this is a year that they could still win eight to ten games. I really do. I, yep. And if they come and win those games that they're not supposed to win, you know, and then have the young guys come in and – Say hey, we could do it. You know, yeah. I could see the Seahawks looking pretty good. Not division winners, because the Rams look pretty <laughs> damn good on paper. I know I'm yeah, not buying it. Paper, definitely, I'm, 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 I'm not, players that have to work together to do yeah. well. So. I'm not buying the Rams at all. I'm not, I'm not buying the Rams. Um, but we we'll in just a moment or so. But the tough the games on the schedule are the teams that are coming to Seattle. So, oh yeah, yeah. Um, how odd is it that the Hawks play the Niners um, at the end of the year twice? So, we can we can between games. Your thoughts on that? I really think the Seahawks are gonna. I think the 49ers will be the. It's either Arizona or San Francisco. Everybody's gonna be disappointed in the 49ers. I really hope that. You know, yeah. I think Guapolo is kind of overrated. I really do. Oh, he came in and won so many games. But if you look at his <laughs> stats and what he yeah, actually Yeah, not great stats. Yeah, not great. Exactly. Yeah, I don't I think he does make the t- players around him better. Mm-hmm. You know, he gives that upbeatness. It's like, okay, we haven't had a great starting caliber quarterback, you know. And that's what was happening. So people are going to look at the tape of him the last couple games and everything. Yeah. And then the 49ers were playing up more. They were like, okay, we're going to play harder because of this guy coming in and everything too. Yeah. Before they had like third string quarterbacks being their starting quarterbacks. You know? <laughs> exactly. Like Blaine Gabbert. Exactly. Who wants Blaine yeah. Gabbert? You know? <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Jacks, you know? <laughs> yep. Now, now look at the a- NFC West at a glance real quick, team by team. Quick. Um, so the Niners had a quick key additions this year were Sherman from the Seahawks and Jarek McKinnon. Your thoughts on those two pickups for the Niners there for them? At the time, I was kind of pissed off. Sherman went to the 49ers, but it's a it, he had to do what he has to do. It's like it's mm-hmm. just like the Russell Okun, you know, contract. It's like he didn't do a, a contract that looked get, really good that the 49ers, like where they yeah. are so much. But at the same time, it, I don't think he's going to be ready by the regular season. He thinks he will be. Yeah. I, the Achilles injury is tough. It's kind of interesting that they drafted a guy that had Achilles issue just like Sherman. Uh, I know. So, yeah. I think that's kind of cool at the same time that they did that to help Sherman, hey, help this guy out, you know, yeah. at the same time competition with him. So, mm-hmm. but I don't think Sherman, it, this might be the start and start of the decline of Sherman. I, I think if he would have stayed in Seattle and if he would have reduced his contract with Seattle, I yeah. think he could have been more probable <laughs> everything if he would have stayed with Seattle. But yeah, I, I have been there. Go ahead. I, I know we, I know issues with him him going elsewhere, but my issue was with him on the way out. He had a lot to say about Seahawks on his way out. Like he burned he burned a lot of bridges in Seattle. I, I don't think he'll he'll be coming back anytime soon. Yeah, <laughs> no. Way. Um, Sherman saying that, that oh he got bored of the stories, you know and whatnot. But at the same time it's like, dude. And then he said that they should have been more respectful of the veterans. Yeah. I think that's where the Seahawks lost their way. They lost yeah. their way. They had yeah. these veterans. Yeah. Like Richard Sherman and Michael Bennett. Oh, you need to do it this way, do it this way. And they were probably, you know, not past their prime, but, but brought in other guys to compete against them mm-hmm. to make them better players overall. But that's where they kind of lost their way. Compete, yeah. compete, compete, and they really yeah. didn't bring in competitors against those guys. Oh yeah, and, and also you can't get get rid of me. I'm the best corner in the game. You know? yes, yeah. you are. You have been good. You know, but then yeah. some plays, dude. What are you doing? You had hundred yards receiving against this guy. You know? Yeah, he had some off games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's where I was thinking. It's like they could have had competition and everything. Yeah. And then, of course, their statistics and everything, 40%, you know, passer rating and everything and whatnot. But yeah, but last year, it's like you kind of saw he he was showing, but at the same time, he was having that Achilles issue all year, too. And then mm-hmm. yeah. it happened, you know, and it was like with Sherman, he's very smart, very intelligent. Yeah. But at the same time, he doesn't think of others or anything. He can be very selfish. Team Sherman. Exactly. It's Sherman. <laughs> when it was the Seahawks, it should have been not Seattle Seahawks. It should be the Sherman Seahawks. I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, also, your also your thoughts on them um, signing Jerick McKinnon from the Vikings. Also, draft um, notables it was Mike McGlinchey out of Notre Dame, and also Dante Pettis out of UW. Your thoughts on those picks as well? Uh, you know, I don't think the 49ers did too much well in the draft. You know, like yeah. you know, I think. They didn't help themselves, really, you know, in, mm-hmm. in my perspective, you know, and that's – it's like they pick guys that could have upside, but at the same time, mm-hmm. they did not – I 
they have better chance to make the NFL, you know, but there'll be practice squad guys. Maybe there'll be starters with the 49ers because they suck. You know, I really think that there'll be the last place team in the NFC West. Dante you know? will be a starter for sure. Pettis will be from UW. He's oh yeah, a real, a real, real player, real player. Especially with Curly being gone with the 49ers, I think he'll they'll swing around. Yeah, I think he'll be one. He'll be probably the receiver that goes off for them. Exactly, he's a really good route runner. And good return guy too. They can use him as a punt returner too. He's pretty yep. impressive with that too. So oh, he's awesome. So um, before, before we move on to the next team here. Thoughts on them signing Jerk McKinnon from the Vikings as as running back after the let go of Carlos Hyde last oh, season here. Uh, they're really high on him, but it's like, dude, you're getting rid of Carlos Hyde. I understand that yeah. sometimes yeah. he didn't look good, but it's like it's Carlos Hyde, man. Right. I kind of it's kind of sucks that he went to the Browns and now yeah. he's probably yeah. not going to look good overall now. And then right McKinnon, he's yeah. nothing, man. It's like yeah. I don't see him being anything. It's like 49ers last place. He's a good spot starter right now here and there. Say what? He's a good spot starter. If God goes down. Exactly. Exactly. You know, maybe as your third running back, you know, like your second back goes down too. same primary guy though. I don't know. That's hard. That's hard to to fathom. Exactly. uh, um, The Vikings have had one of the best offensive lines in football. And yep. he didn't really do so well at times. Right. That tells you something. Yeah, that's why they said you can go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then we're on to, we're on to Arizona Cardinals. Um, key picks up for them was Sam Bradford and Bryce Butler. And the big loss was Honey Badger. Thoughts on those on those pickups and losses there for the Arizona there? I was kind of surprised, but it was you knew some players would, would be leaving with the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Bradford, it's kind of – he's going to probably go down again. It's kind of unfortunate, you know, but I, yeah. I don't hope that for him. I think the Cardinals, you know, can be better, but at the same time it depends on what happens during the season and everything, sometimes like injuries. I think yeah. be last, they could be last place too or they could be third place, I think. Yeah. And the key draft picks was quarterback Josh Rosen out of UCLA and also Christian Kirk, receiver out of Texas Tech, I believe. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on, on, on those picks for the, the Arizona Cardinals there? I don't like Rosen. I thought he yeah. was overrated. You know, it's like I don't know why people really – I think that's not going to help the Cardinals. I was surprised, you know, the 10th pick of the draft, you pick Rosen. It's like yeah. you can see he could be a player that players like rally around, but mm-hmm. – uh, I could see his mentality would be kind of hard to coach him and everything, but yeah, he just, I don't know. He, I don't see people buying into him at all. <laughs> I really don't see that. Yeah. And the Rams had quite a bit of um, movement on the uh, Rams and they got to keep to lead Marcus Peters, Brennan cooks and not, not Donovan Sue. The Rams didn't have much of a draft. So your thoughts on those moves for the for the Rams there? Oh man, it's like that. It seemed like every move, like with the Rams, it's like, dude, really? <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, they're gonna be good. You know, they're they improved and they do it again. It's like, oh my gosh, they did it again. It's like, what's going they're on? All, they're they're all in for this year. They're all they're all in yeah, for, for, for twenty eight. I mean, Sue, it's like, 
that's what I'm worried about Russell Wilson, you know, but <laughs> mind and everything goodness yeah they're running away in the division they're the division winners in my opinion on paper i'm not buying i'm I'm not i'm not buying this i'm not buying the rams or i could see like bringing all these players in that could hurt them too because like and a lot of people don't look at that sometimes like do these players flesh well with each other yeah yeah i'm just kind of a byron a talib you know to leave exactly to leave i could see being a cancer with the rams you know a little bit yeah yeah especially what he did with the broncos and everything a little bit you know (laughs) with his chain and all that yeah been wrestling with crabtree in the season and everything you know yeah i have uh pete's i would have actually kind of liked him in seattle show some of the players how to compete and everything like i think Mm -hmm. seahawks i think he would have been a different kind of player but with the rams i think he'll be like he's in los angeles right you can see maybe gangster mentality a little bit but oh yeah you know i got i I got four more things for you and then let you go but um what undrafted free agency did you like the hawks picking up this year after the draft um, there's actually a lot that I liked with who yeah. who they picked up. That receiver, Taj Williams, uh, mm-hmm. I really like him. A lot of people don't know about him, but he has good size. He has good he has good speed. I it's hard to say which receiver is going to be good at out of the undrafted guys. Yeah, I know Doug Baldwin. He's the type of player that helps players better. There's some I don't really know about that. You know, the receiver, you know, like Caleb Scott, I don't know much about him. But yeah. the thing about it is I don't know much about him, but other than his 40 times, but it's just like Doug Baldwin, you know. Like I didn't yeah. know nothing about him at all. And then right. like Baldwin, he makes the team and goes off, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And then I just think they pick good free agent guys. That, that Puna Ford, you know, I'm really excited about him, you know. Yeah. He he could help you know you know you know penetrate people and everything and mm-hmm. hold the block and everything and keeps people like Frank Clark to get the sack or mm-hmm. you know, I think that's a great sign you know Skyler Skyler Phillips mm-hmm. he could be a backup I could see maybe special you know like maybe practice squad and everything but I think he can be a serious power to he has a good He's pretty strong. Yep. And I like that Eddie Wilson for Purdue. He has a oh, yeah. he's pretty has pretty good muscle mass and everything. He has mm-hmm. pretty good talent too. Yeah. A lot of people didn't really look at him, but he has pretty good strength and everything. And I know he works hard and as well. And of course he has a good coaching staff behind him. So to make it oh, pretty yeah. solid, I think he could be a starter. You know. I guess we'll look I guess we'll find out in due time, I guess. I know he hated school. You know, like, yeah, that's why Purdue basically said just go pro, you know, because he never really right. showed. School, oh, really? Showed yeah. Okay, he's all about, all, all about the ball, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what do you think? How do you think the NFC West will shape out this year? I'm saying Rams win it. Uh huh. Seahawks number two, four. Cardinals probably number three, depending on if Bradford gets hurt early on or not. Right. And then 49ers number four. So I don't you, think Richard Sherman's going to come back right away. He'll probably come yeah. back right 
with the pup is everything, and I don't think he'll be ready. Right. I think he'll um, get hurt. So you think that Josh Rose and will just sit out a year or a couple games at least until until Sam gets hurt or, or whatever or plays bad? Uh, I I could see Rosen playing. I think that's the thing. I think the Cardinals will look the same like yeah. last year. You know, it's they didn't help themselves at all. They they paid Sam Bradford twenty million dollars exactly exactly for one for being for 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 possible possible backup possibly. Possible exactly. backup. That's that's ridiculous. I know exactly Bradford. I like him a lot, but man. Yeah. Injury prone quarterback, you know. Yeah. And um in your estimation, um, who do you think will win the backup job quarterback job in Seattle? That's a tough one. I think they still need to add a quarterback. I really do. Uh mm-hmm. kind of but I think I I could see Austin Davis winning it again. Mm-hmm. I really don't I I could see it. Maybe I could be wrong about Alex McCool. I really hope he comes and competes and everything, but I I I don't know much about that guy, so I kind of hope he proves me wrong and everything. Now I think Austin 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 has the best chance at winning it, but I think that Alex Magoo, I think that they love Alex Magoo, and I think he might have a chance to be the backup. Yeah, um, and I can in see Seattle. That yeah. My last thought here is um, final thoughts go, go, going into mini camp, training camp, all that, and all that. So, your thoughts, final thoughts on the Hawks, um, what, what, what they've done so far and going forward? I think they're looking good. They can continue getting better. They need to keep to their mentality, competition. You know, they're going back to their roots. I think that's. Mm-hmm they needed to do in the past and get, I think it enlightened them what Michael Bennett and what Sherman was saying, even though of course, you know, both of them based on Pete, I, I know Pete's pretty legit. He tells yeah. people straight up and everything right. exactly. at his press conference is a little bit too much, you know, <laughs> but when Sherman's talking about, Oh yeah, he, he tells the same stories back and forth. You know, he needs to bring in competition every year. Like what he yeah. said, he bring in the win forever and I know the Seahawks can definitely do that yeah I'm glad like all those two players are gone they're gone for a reason like Pete says mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad and it's kind of surprising Michael Bennett got in trouble with that older woman and what <laughs> <laughs> not the same either yeah. right exactly now do you know if he's going to face some jail time for that or just a fine or do you know what's happening? I don't know. I haven't read much about it, but so, when yeah. I was reading about it, they said that he can have up to 10 years in jail. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I doubt he'll, he'll, he'll have one day in jail. Probably. I doubt he'll have one day. Oh, exactly. I don't think so either. He's a it's like, he's an athlete. Just, you know, he's an athlete for one and two. He's also uh, outspoken black athlete at, at that yeah and the media would totally eat that alive oh even though it was against a black woman that he did it against and that's not really talked about from what i read was, and everything uh, okay a disabled black woman at that huh 
you might have been just an accident, you know. I don't know if you, you just you didn't see her or, or what happened. Yeah, I don't know. exactly. But from what I've read, <laughs> I haven't seen the video. Supposedly, there's video evidence. He has it. So, oh, okay, gotcha. All right. Any, any more thoughts at all, or, or is that pretty much it you have for the Seahawks going forward? Oh, I I just I kind of want more competition out there you know, at the quarterback position, but yeah, you know a little bit. But I think they brought in guys, undrafted guys. That would look pretty good. I like that they're bringing in fullbacks and everything. Yeah. Bringing that mentality back, you know, because they haven't really done the fullback, you know. Really use the fullback. So the last guy we had was Tuakafu or whatever his name was from the Niners. Exactly. And it worked, you know, yeah. whenever he was out there. Yeah. You know, I just I'm pretty happy about this season. I I think maybe yep. eight or nine wins probably, but mm-hmm. yeah. But I think we could actually win more. Be some surprise wins and everything in there. Mm-hmm. The AFC West yeah. is pretty tough, but I think we got it's, you know it's it's stacked. Exactly. And the quarterbacks, I think, will be we we it might be the best um, division with the best quarterbacks as far as paper. We have you know Russell Wilson, Jared Goff. Garoppolo and Josh Rosen possibly could be good too. So it should be a fun, fun division with quarterbacks, you know. What about the first pick of the draft? You know, Bradford too. <laughs> well, it hasn't really shown it at all. It's like, I think yeah. that's where I think the Seahawks with Brian Schottenheimer, he knows Bradford and everything, you know. Yeah. I don't know what to do and everything with him. And then he got hurt two different times under him. So, not so. Yeah, he's just a glass house. Is, is all he is. He's like Rick Godin of uh, of the NFL. Exactly. Exactly. Always getting always getting hurt. Well, appreciate your time here this morning. Um, talk about the Seahawks football season, and I'll talk to you again down the road uh, when the season begins, and uh, we'll we'll go from there. All right. Sounds good. Go Hawks. Right. Go Hawks.